What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Raw Select Music. And this is the Super Sonio Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Hello and welcome along to this month's edition of the Music for Modern Living Radio Show, right here on Blue and Green Radio. You're locked in with me, Nigel Gentry. Confessions of a curly mind. Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Ride the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Twisted Souls. You're listening to the Blue and Green Podcast. And I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com Welcome friends, you're listening to another episode of Blue In Green Radio's Blue In Green Podcast. My name's Imran, thank you very much for your company. We have an excellent show lined up for you today. Uh, but first, uh, we need to run through the um, the, <laughs> the standard spiel uh, to let you all know that the Blue In Green Podcast runs in conjunction with Blue In Green Radio, which is the 21st century soul, jazz, funk, Latin, hip-hop, uh, internet radio station, fully independent, and we host a wonderful uh, array of shows from around the world. Uh, the primary purpose of this podcast is to talk to those incredible people that provide us incredible shows. Um, we've had a great run of artists over the past couple of uh, episodes uh, most notably, I beg your pardon, not most notably, but one of particular note would be the um, artist we featured in our last episode, uh, which was the ugh, just real hero of mine, uh, Sean Khan. Uh, so uh, we had some lovely, really incredible feedback uh, from, from that episode. It was a very candid conversation, and uh, I think uh, he, he gave really invaluable insight into what's fair to describe as his experience in the music business um, uh, as well as just his general passion for music and making music so uh, um, eternally grateful to have secured time with with him because uh, you know uh, Mr. Khan was somebody who I wanted to spend time with on one of these episodes since we started the podcast just under a year ago so uh, it was incredible that uh, he graciously uh, gave us his time and um, that he embraced the episode as much as he did that BBE Records, his new label home have embraced it as much as they have as well so uh, thanks for anyone that got anything out of it uh, it means a lot that you checked it out and if you haven't checked it out I recommend you do uh, he's uh, an incredible musician and uh, it's a really great episode so uh, there you go today's episode however my friends uh, sees us focus again as I said, on one of those uh, incredible Blue and Green Radio presenters that we're able to showcase uh, shows from. We're talking to the host, creator, and um, architect, shall we say, of uh, Ride the Vibe from San Jose, California. From the wonderful sunshine of San Jose, California, we're talking to our dear friend Rhonda. Uh, it's one of our sort of uh, rambling... Uh, catch-up episodes where we just really shoot the breeze. We um, delve into several of Rhonda's recent adventures, uh, which have included Monterey Jazz Festival uh, for 2019, um, a couple of months, I think, uh, from this recording, and a couple of months ago from this recording, and um, also VIP tickets to uh, to see Moonchild uh, as well. So we, we catch up all about that. We talk I think we talk a bit uh, live music, we talk Prince, <laughs> he's a very uh, frequent name who comes up in our conversations, both being diehard fans of the Purple Majesty. Um, so yeah, we talk about Prince, we talk a bit about radio as well, near the latter portion of the episode, which is, uh, it's a really cool conversation, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I'm sure you guys will as well. Uh, regular listeners will know that each podcast episode features two songs. Our guest, in this case Rhonda, will pick our closing number, but I have the luxury of uh, selecting the opener. Uh, and for this one, I'm going to pick something that Blue and Green Radio was very excited to stumble on uh, this year. Released in October 2019, it was the new single from the wonderful uh, seven piece Brooklyn based um, uh, Afrobeat slash Ethiopian funk inspired band, the Anbisa Orchestra. Where, uh, They've, they've they've got a good uh, few records that have been uh, released prior to this single. Uh, this single was our breakthrough uh, for them. This is what, when we uh, stumbled onto their music, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's great stuff. Really excited about it. As I said, we featured it on our website www.blueingreenradio.com. We featured the new single, which is what we're going to play now. Um, they're uh, 
yeah, really excited about them. A really great band, and uh, excited uh, that they're uh, part of the Blue and Green family. So I want to wish them eternal success, and uh, we we look forward eagerly to future releases from the wonderful Ambisa Orchestra. So shout out to them, shout out to uh, Brooklyn, shout out to Brooklyn Funk and Soul, because what an incredible hub of uh, uh, a hotbed and and a hub of musical talent that place is. It really is. And uh, so yeah, here we go. So with a um, a title uh, that I will uh, very poorly pronounce, and I apologise in advance. But um, let's go with Chielema, uh, which uh, translates to um, in Americ. It translates to darkness, and it's a wonderful song and about inspiring hope in others through troubled times. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, without further ado, it is the Ambisa Orchestra, and then we'll go straight to our conversation in San Jose, California, with Ronda.
getting strange because I feel like it's getting longer before we talk and it's getting, you know, it's getting exciting to talk to you as always, but it's like, oh, dude, I feel like we always have lots to catch up on. Yeah, actually, I feel that way too. You know, we had had some life happen between our conversations, which then makes for interesting interaction, (laughs) right? It's right. (laughs) How have you been though? Oh, um, really well. So great. Um, and gearing up for Thanksgiving. So of course, yeah, that's fun. You know, you get to enjoy your your friends and your family, and and remember, you know, things you should be thankful for. Uh, uh, instead of going into the stores and already having Christmas items up, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember to take out a couple seconds to be thankful. So you know, <laughs> you know. Very wise. Um, it's, you, do you have a big Thanksgiving planned? I'm just going to go visit family. So mm. no, I'm just grateful to to enjoy um, the time uh, off and and to just enjoy that. You know, sometimes you just have to stay grounded. Grounded from your superstar and, lifestyle, though. <laughs> Oh yeah. You're, you're always, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're jetting to different parts of the country on concerts and festivals. I understand why you need to feel grounded. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't I have to take that. That's true. <laughs> I just came back from seeing Moonchild, so I'll be quiet. That's true. I I remember oh, that was one of the things I was gonna ask about. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um, you had a you had a birthday as well though, didn't you? Yeah, this I've been I've been following in the footsteps of my sister to just claim the whole month because that's what she does. <laughs> her month, it's her birthday month, and at first I was like, "Oh, okay, I could do that too, sure." So, yeah, you know, do, you have to string it out. So you had my actual birthday, then Prince, you know, his his music coming out this month, the scene Moonchild. Right. So I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna keep the party going as long as possible." Um. <laughs> Include Thanksgiving too. I'm going to claim that holiday, you know, and, and see how far I can get away with it. So. <laughs> That's excellent. So you, you've had a nice birthday so far, then. Um. Yes. Uh. Wonderful weather. Wonderful time. Um. Just a lot of good music. Um. And great experiences. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've this this whole month thing can. I'm gonna try and keep it going. It's it's working for me till the wheels mm. fall off. I'm gonna <laughs> keep doing it. Um, you mentioned the Prince release, which is obviously you're talking about the like five six disc reissue of 1999. Yeah. Do you know the price? Because I found the um, price and went, oh, okay. Wait, so it, I don't know price? what it will be in the states, but it translates over here to about eighty dollars. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay. I didn't consider that. <laughs> well, right. you know, we got to pay the family. You see, so. yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess so. That's a fair yeah. way of looking at it. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, we, you know, this is gonna, you know, I'm, it was kind of a joke, but also serious. But you know, I was looking at um, how how much the artists are getting paid via Spotify. That's going to have to be another conversation for us in the future. So, yeah. you know, if they can get their $80. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> have to uh, fork out for that. Um, mm. But that's part of the birthday. So, you know, if I get treats, you know, I can... <laughs> Oh, I see. It's on the birthday I'll, to I'll buy ac- list. Yes. You know, I'll accept donations, oh. you know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Although my family does feed my prince, um, support they will give me things because they know that i I, um like his work so they they know it's a safe gift to get me something prince related so yeah do you have things Um, of prince outside of his music do you have lots of i don't know memorabilia or or things of 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 prince in different forms like posters or books or uh, i don't know anything guitars I yeah. wish I had that guitar that I um where he broke it that one night. Oh, I would have oh, kept gosh, that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> no, I I have a, a couple of paintings and um some books. Oh, cool. Yeah, in addition to his music. So, 
Yeah. My my um my sister I actually picked up um the the one prince painting at um both of my prince ones I got at the Monterey Jazz Festival because people were selling nice um art there and yeah so I've picked up a couple. Oh that's really nice. Yeah, and, but calendars, stuff like that, all you know, people oh, will cool. give me. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, I've got this I, image of you looking behind you, and there's like an entire wall of 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 posters and cups and and all these things, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I haven't got much, no, <laughs> like, <"Are> you sure. <laughs> like, mm. No, I won't do that. I won't. <laughs> yeah, okay. I haven't had posters since uh, <laughs> college, but uh, I do. <laughs> I have art. I've, I've transcended that since then. But um, right, you know, I'll go for the paintings now. You know, I have to have that couture. You know, so <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's brilliant. Yes, um, that's excellent. And that but, there's amazing uh, vinyl pictures that you sent uh, photos of, obviously. Oh, uh, last time, beautiful see, if stuff, I, wasn't it? Oh, I would. Okay, I would. <laughs> if it hadn't known about the PCV beforehand, I was like, oh, because mm. it actually his art is like really, really nice, and yeah. I was impressed with the one we, get, the prints. I would actually, but that price tag, we'll take that offline. That's that's several. <laughs> you know, it puts the the CD collection. I'll spend the eighty bucks. Thanks. <laughs> It puts it in a whole different perspective. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. But, it was it was heavy, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that price yeah. yet. So I was like, well, I could take a picture. There we go. <laughs> It'll last longer. <laughs> so yeah, it's amazing. So where have your adventures? Shall we go to first? So we start with Moon Child, and and you can oh, tell us about your adoration for, for them. Oh, that was so cool. Um, so I, uh, it was the end of this segment of their tour in San Diego. And I went down with my, I flew down and went to the show with my sister and we had the, the VIP tickets. So that meant <gasps> that we got to meet them before the oh performance. There was a group of us and we got to ask them questions and i didn't even think about it like i didn't record it i blew the whole thing now that i look back with this conversation i'm like oh well okay (laughs) there's layers to learning how to do this okay so but you know this could have been like a whole interview we could have like sliced in stuff but you know yeah i know i just got dinged okay but um um but it was interesting because we all stood in a circle and you know, the fellow um, listeners or fans, we were just asking them general questions and they were just fielding them and they were being really nice about it. And um, then we took pictures with them and they gave us um, a, a bag of swag. So it was nice. Nice. Just, yeah. And then, um, and then we, you know, were, then we got to watch the show and it was fabulous. They were really, really good. So that whole weekend just flew by because I just I essentially flew in, enjoyed my birthday with my sister, and then flew back to you know go back to work. You know, I have to pay for this jaunt I've been doing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, their music, um, it's kind of um, well, they know that their their genre is kind of um, neo soul and. Their influences from Erica to D'Angelo and Jay Dilla, um, the way they infuse that in, into what they do is is just a treat, and um, that's what inspired you know my mixtape for them. Yeah, uh, lovely stuff. Yeah, and it was funny because from our show, uh, my ride the vibe, I was <laughs> in a jazz mood from coming back from. Monterey and I was looking through other stuff because I was just going to include it right at least one of their tracks and I'm like oh well which one am I going to include I'm like oh there's enough here I I can make the mixtape for them yeah okay let's do that and so that's how that came together I'm like oh and then I'm going to go see them so it's perfect you know I can listen to it and then 
you know, because sometimes I go to concerts and then you wish you had their music like right. in a mixtape fashion when you leave, right? So you can like still keep that energy with you. So it was yeah. nice to put that together. Um, so yeah, it was a really neat experience to meet them. Really cool band. Really cool. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You've been uh, a fan for a while. No, that's what's really funny. I, I don't even know how I came across their music. It's interesting. Within this year, I started following them. So the first time I'd even seen them live was this performance. Um, and yeah, I would see them again because it's a really good treat. They put together a great show. Um, so um, I don't know. I, I had to be digging for something somewhere and then it came across a couple of tracks and started listening. And then, <clears throat> of course, when I saw the list and I saw the cassette, <laughs> I couldn't wait to tell you about that. So, uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, but they release a lot of their tracks on YouTube too. So you could at least hear their stuff and then right. go off and, and pick it up. So, yeah, you know, had to bring up the cassette. You know, couldn't let yeah. that go. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to be on the <laughs> forefront of the cassettes. I'm telling you, unbeknownst to us. I know we're, it's a, it's been yeah, bubbling away, isn't it? Yes. I, were we championing it? I'm not sure if we were just scratching our heads about it. I'm not. Well, <laughs> we were definitely talking it's our, it's about our, it. Well, no, no, it's our story. We were champions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, then yeah, you yeah. had that um, in your email about the the Robert Glasper uh, uh, um, oh, uh, yeah. concert stuff. He's uh, obviously had his Blue Note residency in. It's in New York, isn't it? When yeah, he was, he was I set wish. up like a month or something or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, um, oh. and they they themselves it's obviously in promotion of his new album "F Your Feelings," and oh, those gigs just seem amazing because it's every night. It's a it's a different range of of musicians that are accompanying him and singers and themes, and it's just ridiculous what these concerts are. The amount of people he's yeah. had Norah Jones, he's had Casey Benjamin, he's had the Experiment, Talib Kweli's been there, Terrace Martin's oh. been there. Crazy, crazy to just go there and not have Dave this and just have Hell this. showed up. Really? Oh. oh wow! And and he's giving tapes is what the, is the underlying it's thing. He's tapes. giving cassettes. Yes. What? Yeah, which what? I couldn't even. I saw it. I had to send that to you because I was like, I told you. You, um, you know, it's happening, right? Cassettes are coming yeah. back, and we started it. We started the. Whole... <laughs> it was our conversation. We put it out in the it ether, was. and people just picked See, up I and said, you. "Yeah, let's bring yeah. it back, bring it back, <laughs> hip hop, bring it back the cassette yeah. tape." So you know, <laughs> oh, well. I can't. So, um, yeah. Now, I love California, but. New York, man. I wish I could have like just been able to go to that to be a part of just sitting in the room and and listening to all of that good music because you know that's those gigs, man. A whole month yeah. of just what he was doing and and um, great music, great jazz, and yeah, yeah. he's very talented himself. Um, <clears throat> which, you know, brings me back to Derek Hodge, who I was like, and he's playing with Derek Hodge and I met Derek Hodge. So I was like, ah, so, you know, wait, like, oh, you've met Derek Hodge as well. Yes. At the Monterey Jazz Festival. Oh my God. Well, he was just, so nice. Hang this on. past what? September. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. So obviously this was going to make up a huge part of what we were going to talk about because obviously, we, oh, yeah. you know, a couple months ago we discussed uh, uh, the Monterey Jazz Festival and ones you had been to before and the one that was coming up. So obviously this is the first conversation we've had since then and this is a perfect yes. segue. So let's, let's, let's discuss. So you met Derek Hodge. Oh yeah, because he oh. was, so part of the, um, what they do is for the Monterey Jazz Festival is they'll pick artists to be residents and they get to um, like assist with teaching students. And then they, they go around and during the festival, you know, they, they do performing, but they also are out doing meet and greets and stuff. And yes. So Derek Hodge was one of the musicians this year. And so I met him 
totally, totally nice guy. Really, really. I was just blown away. And then I'm like, and I zoned out because I was like, I didn't even like make the tie with Robert Glasper at the time because I was just in awe of meeting him and him being so nice and trying to be cool because, you know, you don't want to be like, you know, you meet somebody like, and they like, <laughs> you're like, why did, why did I run into this woman? You know, so you're like, <laughs> you just, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I, well, I'll, we'll talk offline about pictures and stuff like that, but, but oh, wow. yeah, he was really nice. So that because that concert so got to see and he wasn't the highlight for me initially just when I met him it was just like wow blown away um because I really wanted to see David Sanborn with Marcus Miller and Bob James and they just put on a fabulous set um Tank and the Bangas they had jazzed up their set so it was really a cool thing to witness um Snarky Puppy I got to see them Mm -hmm. and I was like Oh, it was just three days of just, you know, I knew I was like running, my energy was running low after Kaboo, but it picked up for that weekend. <laughs> and um, Chris Bodie was there. And um, yeah, it was just a whole weekend of just, just great music and great food. And we're in Monterey, so we got to hang out in Monterey and it was beautiful weather that weekend. So I think, you know, they actually, it's going to be that this weekend, they kept it for next year. So if the weather holds, maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe that's why they pushed it back. I don't mm. know. But yeah, but he was so, yeah. So Derek Hodge, and he's a bassist too. So, you know, of course. He absolutely. I, you know, yeah. Which is like, your, totally. that's your, your instrument of choice. Absolutely. Exactly. So I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Snarky Puppy must have been great. I'd love to see them live. Yeah, they were great. And see, that's another band too. I was just, I saw them on YouTube initially when they were doing the the dinner series, right? Where they'd have yes. different artists that they would perform their songs. Yeah. And just, they killed it. And so I just, and then I just thought the name Snarky Puppy was like yeah. unique. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is a great name, so, isn't it? Yes. And so, yeah, they were phenomenal. Um, and then there was a lot, there was like this one guy, I'm like, I have to pull his name up. So he, he did, he's a blues performer and um, he just, he, I, yeah. So Chris Stone, Kingfish Ingram. Okay. Okay. I, because the way, um, like I was sharing before, the layout, the the headliners are at the main um, stage, and then they have these other stages. And so he was at one of the other stages. So you, while you walk through the the fairgrounds, you just happen to walk by and see him performing. He just was playing great blues and he came out to the crowd and he was playing and it was, he just sucked you in and it's, he was phenomenal. He was really, I was impressed with him and he just had a good time. The whole crowd was really into his music. Um, Great blues musician. And it was a treat. I was happy. I was out roaming around during his, his set. Um, I didn't even get to see the Yellow Jackets because they were, I think, I think they came on at the same time as Snarky Puppy. So I, that was a tough one I had to let go of. But right, um, <clears throat> yeah, Diana Crawl was she was phenomenal. Um, so good, good fun, good time, and it's fun because <clears throat> the people that are around where I sit they renew their seats. So it's like, I get to see them once a year and we say hi to each other and, and catch yeah. up. So there's that also, um, there's a couple that flies in from New Zealand and they come every year. Wow. And it was nice to, to <clears throat> see how they're doing. And then, you know, just who did they like listening to? And yeah, it was lots of good times there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember you saying that last time, actually, that they were the yeah, people yeah. that you would connect with each time. That's yeah. amazing. Right. Yeah. And which is, you know, yeah, my sister's like, nope, we're always going. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> what, yeah, I'm glad because I, 
Uh, that was my plan as well. So we're in sync. Um, <laughs> so tickets booked for Monterey 2020? Uh, what'll happen is they'll do, they'll um, release them to the, the existing seat holders in April and you get to oh, renew okay. your seats then. And if so, yes, then I'm in. And then if I decided to give up my seats, then in they'll be open for who wants to to go to general okay. buyers at that point. So, uh, yeah, I will be going to 2020 because I'm going to renew my seats. But yes, that that's I was just given some of the process in the background. Yeah. Is there anyone you've um, got like such an incredible? like array like you've seen practically everyone i imagine live is there anyone that you've never seen that you would just love to see live elton john right now is the one and i thought i was not going to get to see him and now i'm plotting because he's extended his tour to see if i can go i'm gonna have to probably fly and see him somewhere because his tickets are crazy so i'm like oh are they but yeah yeah um and this is but, like his farewell and, tour, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, this is what, yeah, mm. this is it. So I'm like, hmm. I missed seeing him with Billy Joel because I also like Billy Joel. That would have been like a pl- a great one to do. But um, I didn't see Michael. I blew that. Uh, but that, you know, <laughs> a lot of people didn't get to see him. Um, can I can I jump in? Can I jump in with something that I'm really, him. well, kind of. Yeah. This is going to make you really angry, and I love it <laughs> because I never win. I've got a really good one. Um, okay, okay. I guess who I, I went to a concert. Uh, it was London O two, and okay. um, Elton John was a guest, and he came out for one <gasps> song, and he sang. Do you know who the artist was that he came out as a guest for? Not Prince. Yeah. No way! He came out seriously. It was uh, during the Twenty One <gasps> Nights, and I, I, I'm, I'm not an Elton John fan, but even I could appreciate that the magnitude of wow. that. And it was like the second encore, and <gasps> Elton John rose from the like they had the platform, they had the Prince symbol as the stage in the middle of the arena, and they okay. came back, and then here the platform rose, and I was like, "Who's that?" And then the lights come on him, and it was like, "Jesus, Elton John." And they sang uh, The Long and Winding Road. Well, Elton John <gasps> sang it while Prince played guitar right beside him. For the Beatles. So yeah, I've got one. <laughs> I've got one. Yeah. I love it. I love it. We yeah. didn't stage that. This is legit. This is legit. Is here. legit. Okay. And, and. No, I mean, there was... this come up. It's just beautiful. Okay. Yes, I know. This is, I have to sit here, listen to you, Monterey Jazz, Moonchild. Hey, Yoste- hey Carl, well, he's my best friend. <laughs> well, you actually. Met Michelle you know... cello. Oh, I got well, one. Okay, that's the whole. <laughs> you did. You did. I, I mean, okay. All right. One. I'll give you one. I got one. It's all I ever need. That's okay. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. This is how you do it. Hey, I got the one. So ha! I got your top shoes. So because I, I haven't seen Elton yet, so yeah, that's a big top right there. Actually, that so, was yeah, yes. that was a good one. Yeah, and that's phenomenal. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan at all. But I, yeah, even I could like, okay, that's that's pretty special. That that it was yeah come out. No, no, no. I mean, that's the thing about Prince is that he's in town. People are like, oh, can I join in? Right. Yeah. So he could snag that. Like I've seen it, Carlos Santana, sent, you know, out here. That would be my equivalent when he showed up and, and performed with him. Oh, I see. Out here. You had to do that. You had to take it back. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, had to, you had to well, claim well, another you know. win. Oh, no, <laughs> I had it for like. If we didn't good. have this back and forth, back and forth. You have to do like that, you know. <laughs> I had it, had it for about 30 take. seconds. And it's got. <laughs> you did. I saw it. It's actually. It was. I waited. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that Prince is one of the few artists that you know other musicians would be like, "Oh yeah, I get an opportunity to be like on stage with you. I'm yeah. doing it right. That's mm. all. I wasn't trying to like. You know, no, no, I've, I, know, a, I know. I know. I know. 
Even though it did come out like that, and that's okay. You're in charge of the playback. So I don't even know if it's. <laughs> I have to be nice. Um, you were saying you didn't. You didn't get the chance to see Michael. No, uh, I mean I grew up with him, but I'm like, but you, you're talking like, um, um. There's like levels of artists, mm. right? Like YouTube, Michael. You know where they just you know the rollings the stones i should go see them but i i didn't get to do that um so it, there are some acts i haven't seen i know yeah. you know it makes it sound like i'm just a jet <laughs> sometimes i feel like it but no <laughs> no um but uh it's it's i am a music nut so that that's where this is all coming from mm. you know trying to support artists um when i can see them live yeah yeah we had yeah. tickets then um if you remember before michael passed he had insanely uh been signed up to do the o2 concerts and it was it was billed as 50 if i remember correctly 50 nights he was going to perform there oh. and he passed a few months before oh. uh, they had started but i uh, me and my my buddy actually had tickets so um um we were within reach of 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 seeing him so uh, but it obviously wasn't wasn't meant to be <sighs> he had other plans um yeah so yeah it was funny because oh. the, the the ticket price was uk wise it was like 70 pounds which i guess would translate maybe at that time to about 120 dollars and uh so yeah. he had passed obviously several months before and then the venue i think in a way to recoup some money uh from everything that they had spent and everything they said if you'd like we'll send you your ticket like a nice commemorative shiny ticket as you know for the oh. value of of the money and we thought no nah, take the refund i think like as opposed to a shiny piece of <laughs> yeah. paper for a concert I've ne I've not mm. been to, you know, it's I've a memento. Yeah. yeah, it's like a cutting out a picture of someone in a magazine and saying, I saw them. It's not, you know, it's a ticket for a gig yeah. that never happened, you know. It's so it's like, nah. no, I think we'll take the take the refund, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take the money back. You know, that's yeah. a little mm. I saw Michael, but not really. You know, you know, no, right. don't do it. <laughs> well, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's the memento yeah. you don't want. Like it doesn't. There's no logic to to that. As a, I'd be curious to know how how many people actually did take the venue up on that. But yeah, I can't imagine why you anybody would for that price. Yeah, mm. I'll leave it open. We'll leave it open in case we walk by. So you know what? I heard you. <laughs> I kept the ticket. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm glad you did. <laughs> the, the venue's glad you did too. Thanks. Yes. Okay, so I don't know what to do with that, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're like, well, okay. Mm. Someone did. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Uh, what? Uh, who? Who would you like to see right now? Wow. Um, I I've never seen Snarky Puppy. Uh, I think that okay. that that would be that would be pretty special. Um, who else? I, you know, I used to sort of get, get concert wise, I used to go to so many, but I actually go probably once or twice a year now, which isn't, which is by mm. no means a reflection on, you know, my un, undying passion for music. It's just, I actually don't have people to go with anymore. It's normally whenever oh. I go, it's me dragging people saying, Oh, do you want to go see so-and-so? They're like, no idea who that is. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, just come. <laughs> and you're like okay yeah. and sometimes it's great and sometimes they're like no idea who you know who any of it was or i dragged someone to oh. see auntie balas uh earlier this year they performed at okay. uh, the jazz cafe so and wow. i think they were like that was okay <laughs> before that oh. it was this have you, do you know the suffers you must know the Suffers. yes i do yeah. and i love them love the yes suffers. So, I, I dragged my buddy to that last year and uh, he he quite enjoyed it, yeah. So um, okay, good, good. But I can't think of me. I've actually I've never seen uh, a Robert Glasper gig, which would be nice. 
I've no, I I want to see him. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's another that one. would be quite. Yeah, I think that would be quite good. I saw him. I saw uh, Maxwell when he toured the first oh. of Black Summer's Night, and okay. Ma- and Robert Glasper was a part of the band, which was amazing. Uh, so wow. I kind of saw him okay. in that respect, but not an actual Robert Glasper slash experiment gig. That'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah, because his his he's got a great sense of humor at least what i see um like for his the the making of his latest album he had <clears throat> released um a couple of um youtube clips um as well as that the interview that he did with sway yeah um and so i think it comes through with the musicians that he gets to play with him and um just his love of of the music so yeah it would be really really nice to just that's why i'm like that 30 days i'm like wow that would have just been awesome yeah so i I, i'm not at that level yet where i can say i'm I'm gonna take off a month from work and (laughs) go to new york and and just you know i know it's crazy listen to music but now i can't do all that so yeah Hmm. but uh, you know a weekend would have been nice you know yeah he really fascinates me his his kind of his popularity kind of fascinates me because he kind of went from uh being like he he had like i think two or three albums with blue note records and it was this sort of traditional piano based instrumental jazz uh sort of robert glasper trio type stuff uh, mm-hmm. But he seemed to mm-hmm. know a lot of people in the industry. He had done stuff for Q-Tip and uh, various other people. Um, but then he did the the Black Radio album, and that you could see what he yes. was doing because it had I, and I, that for me is one of my best albums. I love that first yes album. I adore right. it. I'm head over heels for it. But you could see what he was doing. I think featuring Layla Hathaway, featuring Legacy, Music Soul Child. Um, the whole host of names and it's like oh he's he's going for the the payday <laughs> like he's crossing right. over and um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. good luck to him absolutely uh but yeah. and that, i yes. adore that album and it's like since then he's just been in this he can literally just do anything anything in the world he wants anyone he wants to work with he'll do it any album he wants right. to do he'll do it he has like usually two projects a year i don't know where and he features on just all these uh, rappers, singers, producers. Uh, he's just constantly making music. He's he really fascinates me. He's someone I'd love to just sit down and talk to. Yeah, I would. Yeah, he's yeah. I would totally see. This is this thing. I'm like, I'm gonna have to learn how to do this interview thing because <laughs> ties in. Why are you going to all these concerts for the interviews? I'm just you know getting to come back and have conversations with these talented (laughs) you know it doesn't seem so bad you've seen my show like how many times it's just for the interviews you know so you know um but but some artists you know it, it would be because because of how he's um tapped in with so many talented musicians it would be fascinating to um just pick his brain kind of like uh if you you know you get to talk to Questlove, right and how he's just tapped into the music itself um so you could just have like this fascinating conversation about music with him so that Mm. that's where i would be like you know this energy i get from that that's what's really exciting um yeah yeah but um, <clears throat> yeah, if you happen to you know schedule something with Robert, you just need somebody <laughs> to sit in the background. Well, I I wouldn't have you sit in the I background. We would co-attack him. <laughs> we would we would be. <laughs> oh, that would be fascinating. Yeah. It would. Oh it yeah, would. that would be a blast. Yeah, a blast. he would so. be. Yeah, he'd be a great. You know, because I think it would be really easy, like you said, to you would talk music with him, and I think he'd be really open to talking yeah. music. But then he'd obviously field questions about his own career but i think he'd be more than happy to talk music which would be the fun thing about him i think 
Right. And then we could find out what his like top 10 Prince songs are. So yes. that would spin off a whole different conversation too. Oh, so, yeah. you know, we got to at least get the top five. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be great so, if he just we'll said, oh, I've, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if he just said, I've never really been a fan. And we're like, all right, bye, Robert. No, 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 oh, no, no. Not exactly. Um, like, <laughs> okay, just stop the roof. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I you still an hour oh, for this. Is anyone there? Like, we're, exactly. we're not interested. So it's gone. <laughs> yeah, that was it. You had me for until you that. Mm. <laughs> had to, I had to had to lower you down a notch, Robert. So <laughs> you were you were right there. <laughs> yeah, we loved you for the cassette, and now uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it'll be interesting he'd be a great person to talk to though I, yeah that'd be a great yeah. uh, great conversation i'd like to think anyway yeah oh speaking of uh, you're gonna let me slide uh about talking oh, well <laughs> <In> conversation <laughs> well okay i thought i was so gonna get away with that but no we see this thing up. i was I'm just like, looking Ooh. at the time and i'm like oh, have we got because we've just been you know shooting the breeze now and i'm kind of like have we got time to because this isn't even the bulk of what we were supposed to talk about we were supposed to talk about radio and and talking so let's let's do that let's let's jump in so what i what i pitched to you what we're supposed to have been discussing in this episode is is as you said (laughs) is talking exactly and um kind of radio right it all stems from our last conversation and you you had this wonderful line I think we were talking about how best to convey uh, themes musically and talking versus not talking. And I've always been, right. there's two things you've said in all the conversations that we've had that really are very, very prevalent to me. Uh, the first thing, uh, first conversation we ever had, I said to you, because we were talking music and I was enjoying it. And I always, just one of my favorite people in the world to speak to. And you said, uh, I, excuse me, I said, why don't you, talk in your shows and your mixes like in terms of that traditional radio presentation you're so you're you're knowledgeable you're funny you're engaging you're passionate about what you play why not convey that through talking and your response was if I've done my job right I don't need to talk perfect fantastic point I love this you're a genius I love that um then we kind of talked uh in our last conversation and uh you talked, you had a throwaway line about being in the car with your mum, driving, listening to music, and that being cherished time that you would spend with her, right? And that was a time for right. you to learn about music. Yes. And my point was, for you, that was that was a random, off-the-cuff comment. But to me, like, I still remember that. And that, that oh, brings okay. me in to your world it brings me into what you play and why you play it do you know what i mean that's that that one sentence as a listener pulled me straight in and i kind of i love those because both are correct your first comment about uh if you've done your job right you don't need to talk but conversely i can't deny the visual um of that comment about you in the car with your mother it's lovely it's beautiful it's engaging as a listener, it completely pulls me in. And I kind of, I love that dichotomy uh, and particularly in terms of radio. So it was a conversation about Four Corners uh, specifically, which obviously I think we've talked about it so much. I won't set up Four Corners again. The idea of you not wanting to talk in Four Corners, uh, engaging with the theme of, of the show versus that idea of you talking about it and engaging with the theme and in your last episode yes yes yeah and in the last episode of hope if i remember correctly you spoke yeah. in your first radio broadcast which is <laughs> so <laughs> exciting how how did you take yeah. it did you enjoy it um actually it once it was over it was <laughs> meaning once i once i added it in um because i put i had put together um the the tracks first um and then i had to add my vocals to this um and i actually what also helped was that i had a i found a 
a software app that I could, you know, play around with and use and then tie that, make it easier to tie into my set. Um, Because the idea of trying to do that live and, and so that was my thing was like, if I do this live and botch it, forget it. I'm not doing this anymore, (laughs) but I could do the, I could do what I was going to talk about and then um, put it in. But even that um, I had to, just figure out what I wanted to say, which was, you know, interesting. Um, and then be open enough to just say it and not, oh, I messed up. Let me start all over again. I messed up. Let me start all over mm. again. So you you don't get all of that fun joy that I had offline <laughs> before I just <laughs> relaxed and just said, okay, let's just talk about it and do it. Um so the end result sounds way cooler and smoother <laughs> than where the takes it took to get to that point. But it, it was it was nice to be able um, to add that. I mean, I, I see what you're saying when I bring those in because I could tie in yeah. um, my experiences to the selections. Um, so, yeah, I, I see both sides um, to my comments. Uh, I guess we'll have to see what people think when they, they give you feedback on it. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know though. Um, see, cause this is the thing um, <clears throat> for me, part of this is still like a project in my head. I, I see what you're saying in terms of this being more like a radio uh, format. Mm. So the idea of talking and interjecting with people uh, or, or giving the vocal to, to draw our listeners into the selections i see where that is in that format i just have to break away from my love of the mixtape so Mm. and that's how i look at these things right and so for me a mixtape i don't really need my voice on the mixtape um and and so that was where you know there was angst before but once i once the finished product like i said was done it was like oh this isn't that bad and it actually sounds good and yeah i've always done it you know so you know you yeah. can take credit for it after the fact yeah it was, you know it was quite easy to do and i i enjoyed it you know so you know it's like that but what did you what did you mean when you said um, i've always done it what did you mean no i was just you know um you know it's like we're owning the cassette tape i'm owning that i can talk on my mix you know <laughs> afterwards it's I, like right. yeah you know the confidence I, comes through yeah i can do it right because i thought so. you meant in terms of when you say i've always done it i thought you meant like no it's gonna sound weird but like in your head you've always done it like you've always talked about music and you like your connection to it so i thought you meant like well what i'm doing oh. is saying what's always in my head do you know what I mean? So, which I kind of thought, well, yeah, that's um, kind of that's kind of it. Some of that, yeah, I think so. Um, because when I actually did the vocal, it was what I got out of that music, right? It was easier mm. for me to actually express it because it's what I is why I made the choices that I made. It's it's why I put it together. Um, I just didn't feel. Um, the tie to actually do the verbal outside of my head, I guess would be right. the, the way to say it like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think the whole piece, even with my vocal came together nicely. So of course now when I gave it to you, I'm like, Oh, this is it. I'm not going to be able to not do this anymore. With you. So <laughs> it's, it's no, gone it, now. It, <laughs> it was, no, it was only ever like oh. a discussion. It, any opportunity that you know we ever I ever have to to get anything from you it's always got to be what you want it to be so if 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 you sort of like I've done it but this my preference is not to do that then absolutely you know I I hope you know you know ever feel like oh now I have to do this it's never it's never like that but it's um but yeah but it's preferred (laughs) well in the context (laughs) of what we discussed in that respect yeah yeah but you know what what i might push you to to now is is uh uh like a like you should do like an hour guest show not like a ride the vibe but like almost like a ride the vibe like uh like a one-off where you talk wouldn't that be something for an hour well in between you know you could play some songs as well (laughs) 
Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> I love how you like take the baton and you like run and oh wait, we haven't even started the race. Come back, come back. No, but that would be fun, like but, you to sort of say like, all right, here's a bonus guest show where it's just you, uh, you playing music and talking about it, almost like like a radio show. Oh. <laughs> We might be a couple of episodes away from that one, though. <laughs> we, we, yeah, I'm not. Actually, when I talk to you, I can't never say never because the next thing I know, so I'm, I'm doing something like this. But, <laughs> um, right. Well, I mean, the, we're kind of. I think the thing for me too is um, our conversation that we have because I have instant feedback is is more fun for me right than when I'm doing it by myself yeah so I'm hoping that what I'm saying will will resonate with listeners whereas I get that instant um feedback through our conversation yeah um to do I, I don't know if I would break up ride the vibe that's the only thing for me um I'd have to really think about that. No, no, don't, don't. Yeah. I was, I was joking. I yeah, was okay. that one. No, no. Okay, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I even. Uh, what was like I, I, when you kind of grow? What well, sort of whether it was growing up or 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 now? Like when you listen to radio, mm-hmm. what like what do you gravitate towards when it comes to radio? Do you prefer? Are there sort of personalities that you? engage with now that you're like oh I really like so and so or like years back do you have sort of memories of radio and like people presenters or that you would listen to or did you not like talking uh like people who did speak on radio as lots of people do they only ever want to hear music you know but some people quite enjoy personality in radio do you have any kind of memories of radio or, or what you currently like to listen to um that's interesting. There was a time when I really did want to be in radio. Um, kind of the quiet storm kind of thing. Right. There's a DJ. Um, he would do like the night um, set. Occasionally he'd come in. and But he'd only talk bare minimum. <laughs> he wouldn't mm. talk a lot because that would mess up the vibe of the show. Right. Um, I, I listened to it. Um, I'm not saying it. I don't really have an opinion except when I'm doing my own stuff. Do I really want to be the one that's talking? Um, uh, personalities now, because radio's formatted, right? You have to say, you know, at yeah. the top of the hour what the radio is, who you're listening to. It's programmed and all of that. So there was a time when I tried to do it in college because. <clears throat> they would let you do it for free, right? You could come in and come in on Sundays and um, it was a jazz station. And so I would play the jazz, but like the first hour I grab all the women that were on the set list and make the first hour, like women in jazz. And so oh, I would play them and I would do that. And then the next hour I would do the, the, the rest of the gig, the set. I would do all of the things for the remaining artists that were on there. So you would make, which the selections you were supposed to play. Mm. Um, it's it's just that it didn't translate over to me <laughs> to do for my own stuff because I was just doing mixtapes. Um, and and you have actually excuse me, you have to actually get used to listening to your voice and being okay to hear it back. Yeah. Right. And I don't know, maybe my performances in coffee shops, I warmed up to it. So at least I can hear my voice back. Um, and like I said, with you, I, I'm like, nah, I'd never do it. And then we talk, well, you know, maybe, maybe I could try this this one time. And I'm like, you know, who knew? Like when I said yes, it's almost been three years, man, that we've been doing this. I know. And so at the beginning, no talking. Now we're talking. Now I'm doing these other sh- these other things with you so it's you know you've been slowly bringing me along on this trek <laughs> i actually i never thought you would do these podcasts to be honest i remember i i, I had to ask you know I, it was a great way to sort of reach out i had the yeah. idea to use this as a way to you know speak to the presenters primarily um and i i, right. I remember thinking about i was like okay Rhonda's not going to do this she's not going to she's not going to want to do this <laughs> 
and I asked and you just sort of it was, I remember I might be wrong but I think it was sort of a, a brief sure sounds fun let me know and I was like what like okay yeah I, totally I, yes I, that sort of surprised me and I didn't know what to expect um and it, it's yeah it's gone well I think it's cool yeah I think um a large part of it yeah, I knew from from you know my interactions because we're like almost two years in before we started doing the talking, right? Mm. You had from your perspective, you know, just someone that's presenting mixtapes and not talking, not doing the visual, any of that. So, um, because for me, it was just my way of keeping this hobby, this this thing that I love, to me, and I keep it separate from like work and all of that. Yeah. So I can be creative in the way I want. And um, I don't know why it was. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't mind talking to you. Well, I do know it was okay because, one, we had a, a mutual love of music, especially it was Prince, but it just became music overall. So yeah. that I felt I could have this camaraderie with you that I felt, yeah, I think we're going to have fun doing this. And then when we had the first conversation, I was like, ah, yes, I'm right. <laughs> we do have fun doing this. And we... <laughs> This is like the second time we've winged this conversation. I'm like, are we going to really have, you know, talk for 60 minutes and boom, 60 minutes flies by. And I'm like, what did we do? <laughs> we just, you know, just had this great, fascinating conversation about music. And it ties in with the things that we we're talking about in terms of a sense of community, a sense of sharing with each other. Right. I mean, it, when when I listen to the playback of our conversations, it's like we're like in the same room on the couch, just talking and and joking with each other, even though we're like thousands of miles apart, mm. right? And and that's the gift of technology, but it also it fosters, you know, the the joy that we have for music and yeah. the fun we have talking together. Yeah, it's incredible how it's a sort of evolved over you're right it's nearly three years it's yeah. uh, a few months shy That's i think long. Yeah. yeah i can't it's mm. amazing it is <laughs> and so yeah i may actually have a talking radio show who knows see. <laughs> you could do first episode women in jazz <laughs> you said it. Could, <laughs> every time with you okay <laughs> Um, you're like, no, remember words. back when we were just joking? <laughs> we were joking with the cassette and friends. Yeah. Now you got a show. See? <laughs> <laughs> we expect that episode, episode Monday. next month. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> well, I've, I've so. taken up far too much of your time, as always. And uh, I, I want to thank oh. you for it because it's been excellent, as always. Uh, as you know, you have the luxury. We have the luxury of hearing your, your wonderful song pick. To, uh, to close out the show and send everyone home super happy. So uh, I'm going to imagine you're going to pl- pick something from Monterey. Am I wrong? Or is it Moonchild? <laughs> you know, I almost, it was it was a tough decision between both events. Um, but in the end, I I stuck with Derek because I'm... I, ah, perfect. The whole, you know, so we're going to go out with Derek Hodge and uh, his track Dances with Ancestors.